muffin is just this big heavy barrel where sugar is like like has like light bones yeah like they're they both look stocky but you pick sugar up and she's like this bird like fur yeah and there's like it's like feathers (laughs) yeah whereas you pick muffin up thinking that you'll get the same and you're wrong no she's she is like and solid and greasy yeah, but she's so cute. My cat hates bathing. So, hi guys. Uh, hi. Hello, folks. So, um, what's we up? were talking about Andrea's cats. Yeah, we were. Uh, they're both stocky, but one is light and the other is not. One looks as you may have stocky gathered. and isn't. She's just really fluffy. And one looks stocky and absolutely is. Yeah, she really is. Yeah, and also doesn't like to bathe. She weighs like five hundred pounds. Hmm. And doesn't bathe. Yeah, she's the one who doesn't bathe, but. If we post pictures of them, guess which one is which? Because you won't be able to. They're both so beautiful and they both them. look like... Yeah, you should. I'll post them on our something. Yeah, try to guess Somewhere. which one doesn't <laughs> bathe and is, like, a, a, lifting a barrel of pickles. Because, like, she is... she. They both look like princesses. They do. They're both gorgeous. Yeah, you won't be able to guess which one's which. So, nobody chose the theme this Time. Wait, yes they did. I mean, Neither not, of us. not us, but Hex. Shout out to Hex. Yes. A cool uh, patron and my personal friend. They chose, what did, oh right, killer animals. <laughs> Would they choose, says Andrea? <laughs> We've done kind of a list like that before when we did Australia. You yeah. did some killer animals. I did killer animals with Australia, but that's because it's Australia. They're all killer animals. Yeah, including the Australians. Fucking kangaroos. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. And don't emus. don't be upset with me, Australians. I'm referring to the kangaroos and emus too. <laughs> just scary. <laughs> T- um, terrifying. What else is I gonna say? Terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifying. So Hex did that, and then oh, I told my friend that we'd shout out her daughter. So uh, okay. Shout out to Dahlia. <laughs> shout out to Dahlia. That's a cool name. Yeah. I actually really Isn't like that it? name. It's really pretty. Like Black Dahlia. Yeah, actually, well, that doesn't bode well for for poor Dahlia. That's true. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, it's just a really, I like flower names. I know that you were going to name your kid Azalea. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't end up being a girl. Well, I'm not I mean, sure about Azalea. How do you would you shout out to your to your kid? Uh, he knows who he is, but like, um, you know, if you're ever thinking of like a secret superhero name, then now you've got one, <laughs> Azalea. Azalea. That was gonna be your name if you'd had different genitals. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So. So. What's your fear fears. for the week? Well, you've seen my hair. Yeah. It looks good to me. Actually, um, parts of it are purple. I know. I told I did you. Make it purple a little bit. No, no, no. It's just fine. It's just pinkish. I like it. It's like champagne. I like the color. Yeah. Even though it's not. <laughs> so I lent her some toner, <laughs> um, some really good toner, and it tells you to leave it in for more than five minutes, but the more damaged your hair is, the more porous it is. I left it in for 20. Yeah, that'll do it. Um <laughs> It will stay, like, it will turn purple, but it'll wash out, like, next time you wash your hair. And my hair isn't actually that damaged. Turns no. out, not all of it went purple. No, Only a couple strands, probably only because I had it in for 20 minutes. I've been babying the shit out of it. I told you to use that coconut oil. I have been using works. coconut oil. Yeah. It does work. I know. That's the secret. I have coconut oil dripping down my neck every night. 
You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> it's such a low melting point that it's just like... It does. Yeah. If you rub it between your hands and it's solid, yeah. it just goes it just like... It starts dripping off my hands. So, yeah. It's kind of great, actually. Um, That's my advice to everyone who asks me for hair tips after they've, like, melted it by dyeing it, is coconut oil. Leave it in overnight. There yeah. you go. Free tips from Sweet me. Your cat will lick your head. Super cute. That's true. Cats do seem to like it. I don't know if it's toxic for them. I don't let <laughs> Hazel lick not. it. Yeah, I don't let Hazel lick it, just out of paranoia, but um, she really likes it. Cats I let just sugar like and oil. muffin, but they only like, they don't really lick my head. I think they still think I'm just this gross human that yeah, lives in their house. So they're like, ew, monkey. They'll lick my hair tie, uh, like, that I have in my hair aw. before I go to bed, like, so that the coconut oil doesn't get all over the place. Oh, Yeah. Hazel grooms me. Sugar woke me up in the middle of the night last night, licking yeah. my hair tie, and then she noticed I was slightly awake. Yeah. So she started bugging me for affection. Of course. Like purring, and then she wanted to give me kisses, and then yeah. she was like putting her paw on my face to bring it close to her. So she That's used her nails to pull my face close to her so oh, that she yeah, could kiss me on that. the nose. They do that. Okay. Weirdo. Oh, my gosh. I have a friend. Um, and her cats, it's a long story as to how she got those cats. But um, <laughs> I was involved. It There was a lot that was involved. But um, so, uh, yes, and it was as sinister as it sounds. But uh, so the cats, one of them, Bijou. Mm-hmm. She's like this pretty white seal point blue eyed thing. Oh. Yeah, so like her little brown ears. She's so cute. And she's so fat now. But um, <laughs> when you get up from the bed in the morning, she would grab your head with her claws and yank you back. Like, and it would hurt a yeah. lot. And yeah. then she'd groom you forcibly. And if you tried to get away, I mean, her, you could, <laughs> but there are claws in your scalp. So you kind of <laughs> didn't want to. She's like, come here, you filthy thing. Yeah, she's like, you're repulsive. <laughs> yank. Let me get rid of that. Let me fix that. You st- ah, why do you smell like a monkey? Why do you always smell like an ape, you big weird cat? <laughs> 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 They're so cute. Uh, cats. So what's your fear? My fear is, mm, that's a good question. I have a lot of fears right now. Don't we all? We all do. Yeah. Uh, mm, uh, medical shortages, I guess. Okay. Stuff like that. That's reasonable. Yeah, it's it's fair. Oh, I wanted to drop off a box of Red Bull to... Um, to me? Thank you. You're well, so I can, but uh, <laughs> I was going to drop it off at the uh, urgent care center. Yeah. Because uh, some people say that that's a good way to donate to nurses who are having to work brutal fucking shifts, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I haven't tried it yet because I'm afraid to go to the hospital for one thing, but I'm also afraid that they won't want to touch anything that's been touched by someone they were having people bring them food and they were like yeah we can't accept food yeah right now like we had it's unopened red bull in a box yeah that's what i'm not sure about that yeah i gotta i gotta call them and ask because like i'm not gonna give them a sing like a few red bulls that are roaring my filthy little hands yeah exactly. but you know but in the box would be fine and then they could just wipe it down with Whatever they use. Yeah, whatever <laughs> secret nursey wipes they've got going on. Also, I have a cold sore. That's I have a gross. cold sore. Ew. I know. No, I, I can't see anything except for the goo you put on it. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> the goo makes it more obvious. It's consuming my face. 
Well, the goo is necessary for it to heal. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. So your fear is goo consuming your face? Cold sore cold spreading sore. Okay, on your face? it was as tiny as little cold sore. Yeah, little And then baby. I did a workout and I used like a oh. face towel. Oh, And I managed oh, no. to turn it into a gigantic issue. So just well, that, don't do wash that, Wash your people. face towels, please. No, it wasn't from that. It's from wiping. Oh, it got agitated. Yeah. I've never had a cold sore in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'm pure. got them when I was... To, it was an assassination attempt by our grandmother on our father's side. Yeah, that sounds like something they would have done. Yeah, she gave me a big kiss on the lips. That's how most people get them is in childhood because of weak immune systems. Yeah, obviously. I never got one. I probably yeah. because I would like turn my head if any weird adult tried to smooch me. Like, yeah. you know, even a lot if they're of people family, don't get I'm them. not doing it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like most people that get them, get them in childhood. And if you don't get it in childhood, you don't usually get it unless you're yeah. like immunocompromised. Yeah. Because like a normal healthy adult and, like, eating wouldn't catch it. S- no. And like eating someone's chapstick that they had a cold sore on. Yeah. Like it would have I to guess be pretty. you'd have to try. Pretty like perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm lucky. You're so, welcome all to and I'm not, cold sores out my there. My face is ruined. Yes. No, just kidding. <laughs> <Glad> you, <laughs> you look fine. You look good. I hate it. It doesn't matter because it's not like I go anywhere. Uh, so this is the perfect time to get a cold sore over with. That's true. So go get cold sores. Let's just get them all over with now. That's how that works. Yeah, yeah. We just burn the virus. <laughs> it's a... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I know it doesn't work hey, that way. Hey, burn but. the virus out. That sounds very Just like... tired um, out. It gets really, like, tired. It gets tired. In Pathologic, <laughs> it's a video game. Pathologic, I think it's called. I think you've told me about this. Yeah. I've only watched Let's Plays of it because it looks like self-torture to play it, to be honest. It doesn't look like a fun game. And it's not. It's not meant to be. Um, but yeah, basically a lot of people have been doing Let's Plays of it and it is about a virus spreading throughout a town and everyone going fucking nuts over time. And, um. sounds fun to me. Uh. So it's like. It's more the gameplay. It's like the real life. Yeah. I mean that. It, they didn't make it around this time. It's no, old. It's, it's like Russian it. and was like translated strangely and oh. it's old. It's been around for a while. <laughs> but they made a second one. Okay. Um, not around this virus time either. I'm, I bet they're regretting their decisions right they're just now. Like, did we they're like, did we do this? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> Jeff, it's your enchanted pen again. Stop <laughs> writing with it. Stop writing these game ideas with your enchanted pen that makes things come true. We hate you, Jeff. That's what it is. It's Except he's Russian, so I guess his name is like, I don't know, Ivan. Kristoff. I like that. I like that yeah. name. It's um, on... I don't know. Okay. Fuck you, Kristoff, and your enchanted <laughs> pen. <laughs> but yeah, no. All right. All so right. Um, our theme that was chosen not by us but by Hex was deadly animals. Yeah, so I don't know who should go first. Um, You. Okay. I've decided. I'll go first. Thank was, you for volunteering. It was my idea. So... <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. I did, and this is going to be... Kind of on the nose. Topical. Topical. Um, yeah. Because everybody's talking about this and it's a big thing. That does make things topical. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the definition. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm doing the disappearance of Carol Baskin's husband, Don Lewis. 
Any of you guys seen the Netflix show? I have The Tiger King? Ren hasn't. I've seen like three and a half episodes. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, so here we go. I only have three and a half episodes under my belt, so I don't know. Probably don't have all the information, but probably not. But probably Netflix <laughs> but I researched doesn't this. either. Yeah, I researched this elsewhere, but I was able to add to it from like the episode that was all about Don Lewis. Yeah. So Don Lewis was from Dade City, Florida, and by 1981, he had amassed millions of dollars through his real estate and used car businesses. Yeah. At that time, he was married to Gladys Lewis Cross, and they had three daughters and an adopted son. Okay. Carol Murdoch was married to an abusive man, Michael Murdoch, in, mm. yeah. And Shit. in January 1981, she fled their house after Michael attacked her and was walking along Nebraska Avenue in Tampa. Shit. Don Lewis was driving around. I don't know why. And he saw her She's and tried allowed. to offer her a ride. Why was he doing that? This why is would you do such a strange suspicious. thing, such as drive? <laughs> Down an avenue, honestly. Uh, he saw her and tried to offer her a ride. It wasn't until... So he kept trying to... She kept saying no. Yeah, probably because she thinks she's going to get murdered. Even though it's the 80s, Carol was like, no. I'm not getting in a car with a strange man. Yeah. Exactly. But he kept trying and it wasn't until he let her hold a gun on him that she got in the car. Okay. I see how this went. Okay. So she whipped out a gun so he'd know no, that she No, he put wasn't. a gun on his passenger seat. Pulled over again, was like, here, take this gun. You can hold it on me. Oh, okay. Which is weird because I'm not sure I would then want to get into a car with a guy who is clearly driving around with a gun. Yeah, well, but he's got another gun. It is Florida. So I don't know. I'm... How many? Yeah, how many? What? He opens his trunk. It's just all guns. It just floods <laughs> out. She's just like, what? is that it's your Florida. only gun? Like, that's what I'd be like. I'd be like, is that the only gun or do you have a gun too? Like, I would grab the gun, gun and then leave. With the gun. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'd say, like, I'm not getting in your car. And if you follow me, I've got a gun. <laughs> Just so He's you know. like, haha, it wasn't loaded. I know, right? You don't know that either. <laughs> like, you don't know if it's loaded. I don't know. Plus, the fact that he's so pushy about offering her a ride is weird. It is. Okay. They wound up at a motel that night, though. Mm. And they began an affair. Okay. He had several girlfriends at the time, actually, and she helped him buy and sell real estate in 1984, helping him grow his wealth even further. So I'm assuming she didn't know about the other girlfriends. Ah, uh, maybe. In 1991, they each left their spouses and married each other. Okay. And in 1991, that same year, they co-founded Wildlife on Easy Street, uh. which was an animal sanctuary for big cats in Tampa. And then this was what we now know as Big Cat Rescue. Huh. It's called Big Cat Rescue now. Funny how things um, escalate in a relationship. <laughs> From guns to big cats. Big that's Cat just, Rescue. That's how you know it's he's the one. That's how you know it's real. Exactly. So they argued over how to run the sanctuary. He wanted to breed the cats and operate it as a business, make money. Mm. And she wanted it to be a charity. I'm on her side with that one. Right? Me too. So... Carol says Lewis was obsessed with sex and would often go to Costa Rica and carry on affairs there. On the show, she says he had a steady girlfriend there as well. So my research was like, yeah, he carries on affairs there. But on the show, she actually said that she's pretty sure he had someone that he shacked up with whenever he traveled there. 
Ouch. Apparently, Lewis also told several people that he was going to move to Costa Rica eventually. Hmm. And in 1997, he actually began transferring ownership of his Florida properties to a Costa Rican company he controlled. Huh. Which... Okay. Yeah, I mean... I mean... Motive is starting to happen, but not necessarily. Uh, a motive <laughs> approaches. A motive is, is coming up at us. Um, in July 1991, he filed a restraining order against Carol, saying she had threatened to kill him and had hidden his gun from him. Actually, was it July 1991? I don't know. It was a July. One of the Julys, uh, he filed. <laughs> there's only been a few. The year is 3 AD. It's just like, and... they got married in 1991 and started the sanctuary. Hmm. So it's possible he did file a restraining order against her in 1991 as well. It just seems like, like a lot of things are happening in 1991. Yeah, 1991. Okay, was somebody a busy else can ass check my year facts. For them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, it was just a busy year, I don't know. So he tried anyway filing a restraining order. Yeah. Saying that she had threatened to kill him and had hidden his gun from him so that he wouldn't be able to defend himself. So it was his only gun. Yeah, turns out after all that. <laughs> It wasn't taken seriously by the judge, though, and the restraining order was rejected. That's not good. And he kept living with Carol after this. But he did request a divorce several times. Yeah. But Carol says now that, like, she doesn't think he was serious about getting a divorce. So he just kind of was like, I want a divorce because I'm pissed at you. Yeah, and then you you, make up and then, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Carol said that before his disappearance, Lewis's mental health had been deteriorating and he started hoarding cars and junk and he would even rummage in dumpsters. He was hmm. losing his short-term memory and he was disoriented and she sus- suspected Alzheimer's. <laughs> That's how you pronounce that word. Sus- suspected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other people though, including his former personal attorney and former business associate, disagreed saying that carol was just trying to justify his disappearance well to be fair um he did so she did have his only gun (laughs) (laughs) is the problem here (laughs) he really should have invested in a second gun yeah like that's the thing if you're gonna have the money yeah if you're gonna have a if she hides a gun you can just buy a new gun it's florida yeah, it's florida you can it's just walk florida. into the fucking corner store and be like here's my id can i have all your just guns walk in a 7-eleven and they'll get you some yeah if you're like old enough they're gonna give you okay floridians listening don't actually do that <laughs> i'm sure you're all aware that just you like, can hey, i don't like don't. my wife either don't Off do it to max i go I don't yeah know but max you see you need American. you need giant cats and that's harder to get yeah you do because so don't even try it's part of getting rid of evidence. So, a few days before he disappeared, Lewis bought a plane ticket to Costa Rica and was loading equipment on a truck that was heading for Miami. So he was heading out for a trip. Yeah. Um, and he, had, I think he was transferring some cats. Like, it was to do with the business. With the big kitties. Yeah. Um, August 18th, 1997, Nothing. Lewis left home to make an early morning delivery at about 6 a.m. On August 20th, his white 1989 Dodge Ram van was found at the Pilot Country Airport in Spring Hill, Spring Hill, Florida. Spring Hill. Spring Hill. It's close. I mean, it's Florida, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 40 miles from the sanctuary. Okay. He actually owned several planes, and he would sometimes fly them, even though his private pilot license had been suspended. Right. So he flew illegally. Naughty, tisk, naughty. Tisk. The keys to the van were on the floor of the van, which is weird. And yeah. it had been there a few days, but there was, n- like, no other physical evidence there. 
Okay. The Hillsborough count country. Is it country or county? Probably county. I would think so, right? The U.S. has a lot of counties. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, the sheriff's office found no sign of foul play at the sanctuary and visited the Costa Rican town of Bagaches. (laughs) That's my best guess. Bagaches. Okay. Uh, where Lewis owned a 200-acre park. They only actually investigated for five days. Wow. They found evidence. That's good work, officers. Right? You really exhausted You, you tried all, really hard there. Yeah. <laughs> all options. Uh, they found evidence of extramarital affairs and illegal business practices, and that they also found that two of his ocelots had recently been shipped out, but they couldn't find out where they'd gone. No, not the ocelots. Right? That's so suspicious. Anyway, <laughs> none of his credit cards were used after his disappearance, so. How many different types of big cat did they have? Because I know there's tigers, and now there's ocelots. Like, I th- this whole what thing other... is primarily about tigers, but they, ha- like, in their zoos, they had other stuff. Like, uh, Joe Exotic has, like, I Joe think bears, Exotic. and he had alligators or crocodiles or something. Like, it wasn't all cat. big cats. I don't know about carol baskin's sanctuary i think it was just for cats so so he lewis he left behind holdings worth about five million Mm dollars which obviously led to a legal dispute between carol and his children from his first wife oh shit in 2002 lewis was declared legally dead and most of his estate was left to carol and in the show it's uh they said yeah like she rushed basically the minute it was long enough to declare someone legally dead. Yeah. She declared him legally dead. Wow. But, That's mean. You know, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> okay, so in 2004, Carol refused to take a polygraph test as a, because she was advised not to by her lawyer. Okay. But Lewis's children have volunteered to take polygraphs. In okay. 2005, authorities began to think Lewis hadn't disappeared on his own. What? What? You don't say. <laughs> Sometimes I just disappear on my own. Yeah. It's fine. And I don't, like. Sometimes what I feed I'm myself is, like, to the big cats. Where is the plane that he may have taken? Is there not a record of all of the planes? Like, they're I mean, really like, big. Some people are really good at disappearing, but the Alzheimer's thing doesn't check out. Because if he's not got a good memory, he's probably not that great at disappearing on his own. And also, why? Well, and also, if he left, if he flew yeah. off. By himself, then wouldn't there be a plane missing? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) people were really good, really good. Yeah. Then sure. Like, we've done, like, cases where we thought that people might have been a spy or something. And they managed to pull that off somehow. But, like, he was not that. Just a normal person. He was just, yeah. Yeah. Plus, according to um, Carol, he wasn't all there. I'm thinking there must have been a plane missing, though, because there are theories later. Okay. So no one has ever been arrested or charged with anything to do with his disappearance, so. Right. So because of the popularity that the Tiger King show has gained, Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad Cronister has taken advantage by asking the public for leads or evidence. Okay. Since the show was released, they get about six tips a day. Yikes. Cronister hopes that a former employee of Wildlife on Easy Street who didn't get along with either Lewis or Carol might come forward. Yeah. Right? Like maybe they saw something. Yeah, and they didn't, and they're not backing them. Cronister has stated that his department does not have any type of evidence, or sorry, this is a quote, quote, have any type of evidence, not one piece, that suggests that Lewis was killed and that there is no evidence at all that a crime was even committed. 
Except that well, person is missing. Yeah, he's gone. That's though, fine. Is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, he could have yeah, gone on his own. I know. So that's the problem. There's nothing if definitive. someone's gone, then they can't. You yeah. Know? It's nothing definitive. One very popular theory, thanks to Joe Exotic, is that Carol fed Lewis to some tigers at their sanctuary. In December 1998, People magazine published an article saying that there is, quote, a wealth of suspects and scenarios, but precious little evidence. Mm. Lewis's children think that Carol fed Lewis to tigers. So they've been talking to Joe. <laughs> and are <laughs> upset that investigators haven't run a DNA test on, on this meat grinder that's on the property. Oh. But apparently the meat grinder was not on the property for the week's, like, it wasn't on the property at the time before, like, during his disappearance. Okay. And Carol on the show said that the meat grinder would not grind a person up very effectively. Like, you could, you can't just put limbs into this meat <laughs> Carol. grinder. Carol. She's like, I would never use She's a like, meat grinder. She's like, it was so hard I would to use do a it. wood chipper, you fools. <laughs> She's just like, his leg wouldn't go in. It would, I mean. Yeah, like. Someone's leg course. wouldn't go in. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I, uh, <clears throat> Just kidding. Uh, that meat grinder wouldn't work very well. I wouldn't know, but my guess is that. Yeah. But maybe. Like, it's possible that it wasn't, like, that great of a meat grinder. So when they did grind meat. I suspect she if was it joking, didn't even, too. Yeah. she probably thinks that this whole thing's ridiculous. I only remember her saying something like that on the show, too. Like, I don't remember her exact words. Yeah. Also, there should be some bones, is what I would think. Yeah, but someone they could do a DNA test told on me that di- tigers can digest bones, but I don't know who that was well, anymore. It wasn't me. Oh, maybe it was on the show. Probably. It may have been on the show. Oh, I know you didn't. Um, no, I know nothing about tigers and their digestive tracts. But I could swear, like, most big cats leave behind a skeleton when they eat animals. Like, you could see, like, um, dead husks on, like, those African so. shows and stuff, like shows about African savannah. African savannah, like, with lions and tigers and cheetahs? Yeah. So Maybe. you would think, like, tigers would be similar, but they might not you be. You wouldn't think, yeah, that's a good point. Unless they she don't chopped eat them the up. Bones. Yeah, like, they eat They eat the around the bones. Yeah, because bones actually don't taste that great. Yeah, well, they're just, like, not what they're going for. Andrea's tried to feed me many dead, like, many dead bodies. Yeah, and, and I have never eats the bones. to digest the bones. So then I have to throw them in the elevator shaft. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, mm. So, <laughs> unless she chopped them up and fed them to them in small pieces with the bones in there, but that would be a lot of work. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. It does seem like a lot of effort. So, obviously from the show, people know that Carol has a long-running feud with Joe Exotic, who propagates the idea that she killed her husband, and he made a music video. What? <laughs> titled, okay, so he thinks he's a country singer. And uh, is he? I mean, he has sung country songs. I guess that's close enough. They're Good job, really Joe. bad. And oh. um, Joe. also the music videos are terrible. But he actually like has, I think, like records out. Anyway, he made a music video titled Here Kitty Kitty, Ew. showing a woman that looked just like Carol feeding pieces of a person to tigers. <laughs> so he's basically saying... They have such a I wonder a feud. what he could be getting at with like, that. He is obsessed with hating her. Like, Why? every second Who is he sentences. to her? Uh, she's tried to shut down his place because she's like, big cats shouldn't be kept in cages. So hers oh, is like a sanctuary. So he's another do- oh, okay. I so was wondering. So his is a zoo. 
Right. He has a zoo. And she's tried to. Uh, have she's it running shut down. a sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's probably like, your zoo is not up to par. Yeah, for she just these, like they. Sh- these standards are yeah, bad. Yeah, she for thinks cats. that his standards are bad. So he, she's been trying to That's shut him down, and she's like, I think succeeded a couple times, or almost succeeded, or something. But. Anyway, okay. I have, haven't so watched weird. enough of the show to know everything. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's on Netflix too, so I mean, there's no guarantee it's all correct. But like, exactly. I, I know what you mean with the quotes and such. He also, he's also suggested alternatively that she killed Lewis and buried him in a septic tank at the sanctuary. Hmm. However, the septic tank didn't exist at the time of Lewis's disappearance, so that is impossible. Uh, another theory is that Maybe Lewis she got a rent a rental septic tank. Yeah, and then gave it back. Yeah. And she's like, ignore the dead body. It's fine. It's fine. Like, Don't question. Um, I'll pay. It's septic now. I'll pay the fee. So <laughs> another theory is that Lewis flew to Costa Rica and is living there under a new identity or that his plane crashed on the way. Which, again, you'd think there'd be a record of a plane crash. So, but I'm thinking, like, planes can crash in pretty remote places and, yeah. like, you might not know. And if it's a private plane, he... And his license was suspended. Yeah. It's very likely that he wouldn't have, like, reported that he was flying. So, But that's Maybe. why I'm thinking that a plane must have been gone from the hangar or whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. – uh, You think you could check that. Wait, what yeah. did I call it? I called it something else. <clears throat> bunker. The plane bunker. I don't think that's what it is. It's a hangar. The plunker. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> As we call it. I so, think it is a hangar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I – I mean, I don't know even if he has his planes in a hangar. I have no idea. But – Right. I'm assuming one of the planes is gone. Otherwise, you would they wouldn't so. have that theory that he crashed it. Yeah, or and flew if that's off the case, that should probably be publicized. And maybe it is. Maybe she it hasn't is. finished re- watching the show, and I've watched none I of it. I haven't. And it's, I didn't get all of the information from the show. No. I like also did research. Yeah, that's like, also good. Without watching I do cats being that. tortured. What? They're not tort like okay. So far, I don't think so. But they take the babies away. Like, right, you're they saying that. Pull the babies away from the mother, like from birth, and Aww. I like it. Just seems like upsetting. It would be upsetting to me. So. Yeah, no, you're supposed. That's to why let I stopped nurse. watching it. That's literally why I stopped watching it, though. <laughs> I would too. They were just I can't about. Stand it looked like it was coming hurt. up on that scene, and I was like, "You're like okay," I'm, and I guess I'm done with the Tiger my- King. Yeah, I guess I'm never watching this show again. I still don't watch Shape of Water just because there. I know there's a scene in there that's bad and happens to a cat. I haven't watched it either. Okay, well, there's a scene in there that's bad and it's happened to a cat. I've <laughs> talked about it on here a lot. I know, actually, actually I, I do remember now. Watch it. But I could have. Yeah. I honestly forgot. Yeah. So I could have accidentally watched it, and then I would have been scarred. Although yeah, I've seen probably. lots of movies where something bad happens to a cat. Me too. It's I more upsetting more when it's a documentary now. because then yeah. it's actually happening. So yeah. I can't. Like at least in a movie you can remind yourself that it's all like fake. Like I can't watch Don't Fuck With Cats. Me neither. There's and no I way really I really want to. Yeah. I heard but it's really I good. But I will lose my shit. Oh no. Like and the thing is they won't, I don't. I was told they don't show anything that happens but they show yeah. the beginning of the videos. Yeah. So just like seeing the video the cat in the video that I know is about to die a horrible death later in that same video, I can't yeah. do it without feeling traumatized. I know, because I'm like, that cat has a name. And it was a kit. They were kittens. Like, they were kitten. I, oh. I can't talk about it anymore. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Different animal death. Yeah. Yay. And not the death of the animal. No. All right. So shifting gears. Uh, <laughs> to the same topic. Sort of. 
but, but not. It's different. So this is the death of Diane Whipple. So uh, Diane was born in Princeton, New Jersey, which is unfortunate, in 1968. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. I've rest spoken in to peace. New Jersey Yates. New Jersey Yates? As I'm sure they love being called. I actually have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I've heard that, like, I've heard that people are pretty protective of that state who live in that state. But maybe that's just movies. You know what? In Canada, we're allowed to know nothing about you because you know nothing about us. I used to be, like, um, a telephone survey person. Yeah. And we had to do, like, AT&T surveys, I think it was. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so we called – all the numbers we were calling were in New Jersey for this – like, the specific survey. Yeah. And they were so rude. Oh. So, so mean. So people aren't lying. Just mean. Just – wow. Yeah. So people aren't lying about that. Okay. But so anybody who's listening to this is probably not that kind of New Jersey-ite. Well, I am pretty mean to, like, survey people. I mean, I'm, I'm not mean. I'll just, like, answer and then hang up. Like, I won't say anything mean to but them. I'll just leave. I often will just take the survey. I will if I've got time. I'm not trying to time. sell anything, then. Yeah. Yeah, but they tell you at I the beginning how long it's going to be. Yeah, but they'll keep calling. Anyway, it drives me nuts. But, yeah, so she, uh, Diane Whipple, went to high school in Manhasset, uh, New York, on Long Island. She was raised by her grandparents and was actually very athletic from a young age, played the cross both at high school and then at Penn State, so that sounds prestigious to me. Uh, <laughs> she was twice a member of the U.S. Women's Lacrosse World Cup team, so she was just really good just lacrosse. Just a total athlete. Yeah, just kind of a, just really good. That's good. As an adult, she moved to San Francisco and nearly qualified for the U.S. 1996 Olympics team in track and field for the 800 meter. That's impressive. Yeah, I know, right? She didn't um, compete at the 1996 Olympic team trials, instead becoming the lacrosse coach at St. Mary's College of California in Moraga, California. Probably. I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> Moraga. I mean, that's how it's spelled. Can't you know what? That way. is what it is. <laughs> California, it is what it is. help me. <laughs> All right. So when she when she unfortunately died, um, she was living in San Francisco Pacific Heights with her domestic partner of six years, Sharon Smith. Right. Which is the most average name a person can yeah, possibly God. have. God. All the Sharon mix-ups, Smith. Like, I just think of like when you're picking up prescriptions. Yeah. And you're like holy shit. Smith, and they're like, "Kate, what's your first name?" Sharon. And they're like, "Fuck, okay, we've got like twenty eight of those." Social security number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like so uh which one like it'd just be a pain in the ass yeah i think people brutal. should name their children something that yeah like, isn't super common so that isn't they don't so get mixed boring. up with like 50 other people i know like get creative don't just give birth you spent like what like over 12 hours squeezing life out of your body and you're gonna <laughs> name them fucking sharon right really stop that smith Fuck that. Your last name is Smith. Think about it. You should maybe start over. I, f- I feel like there's a way to do things with names. Um, like changing change them? them legally. I mean, Ren loves changing his name. I have changed my last name a few times, yes. <laughs> and I finally found the right one. And I would do it again. You can't stop me. I know. All right, so Marjorie Fran Noller, who was born on the 20th of June, 1955, and Robert Edward Noll. Uh, born June 22nd, 1941, were a married couple uh, who were 15 years apart, or 14 rather, and they were both lawyers. 
So, after attending Brooklyn College, Marjorie got her JD degree. What does JD stand for? Jersey Devil degree. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Marjorie got her uh, JD degree, and Noel graduated from the University of Baltimore Law School. So, Noel and Marjorie married in 1989 and ran their law office out of a converted closet, I can identify, in their Pacific Heights apartment. (laughs) And they obtained their two uh, Presa Canarios, which are animals. They are dogs, yeah. Yes. Oh, I should have. I want to look up what they look like. Oh, I can't because I don't have my phone. Yeah. Whatever. I'm sorry. But they're okay, cute. But they have them. Because they're dogs and dogs are all cute. All animals and are cute. they obtained their two Presa Canarios, which is a type of dog, named uh, Bane and Hera, through their relationship with a pair of Pelican Bay State Prison inmates, Paul Cornfed Schneider, who they <laughs> legally adopted as their son. God. And Dale Breches, who were both members of the Aryan Brotherhood prison gang. Oh, good. That's always a good sign. Oh, yeah. You know what? A lot of people who are in jail are good people. Um, Not not that. No, not those ones. Not Aryan Brotherhood. Uh, Avoid them. So they had first met Schneider at a trial. Bane, one of the dogs, was male and Hera was female. Uh, by January 2001, Bane weighed 140 pounds and Hera close to 100 pounds. So these were big-ass dogs. Big-ass dogs. So on January 26, 2001, while returning home with bags of groceries, Diane Whipple was attacked by the two dogs in the hallway of her apartment building. Marjorie was taking the dogs out of the apartment at the same time Diane came home, and they escaped Marjorie's control and attacked Diane, right? right. So they got out of her hand and... Yeah. Went and just fucking I mean, they're gigantic. booked it to Diane. Together, that's like 240 yeah. pounds pulling it, like, away from you. Yeah, that would, uh, which makes sense. But, like, why were they attacky? Was exactly. the Aryan Brotherhood yeah. doing some shit? Let's see. Like, um, turns out <laughs> Paul Schneider and cellmate Dale Breches were trying to start an illegal Presa Canario dogfighting business from prison. So... They had initially asked some acquaintances, Janet Coombs and uh, James Colbert, to raise the dogs during their incarceration. And against Colbert's advice, Coombs chained the dogs in a remote corner of the farm, which obviously caused them to become more aggressive. After Coombs fell out of favor with Schneider, uh, Marjorie and Noel agreed to take them, probably not knowing that they maybe not. Uh, They should have known. Well, I mean, th- when the dogs are behaving strangely around you, you probably should just figure it out. Like, get aggressive. them some therapy. Yeah, like, yeah. call some dog whisper type And how do fellow. you prevent them from acting aggressively with you? Like, it just... Yeah, because they must they've have been known trained they were to aggressive. be aggressive. Yeah. They've been trained to be aggressive with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for these dogs. So, before the attack, Marjorie was taking the dogs to the roof. Bane attacked Diana in the hallway. Um, they're not sure, but, like, like authorities aren't sure, but Hera may have as well. Diane suffered a total of 77 wounds to every part of her body except her scalp and the bottoms of her feet. So these dogs mauled her. Another neighbor heard Diane's screams and called 911. She died hours later at San Francisco General Hospital from, uh, quote, loss of blood from multiple traumatic injuries. Bane, unfortunately, was euthanized right after the attack, and then Hera was taken and also later euthanized in January 2002. Which so, it's so unfair. I know. They were trained to be violent. They can't help it. I know. that they yeah. should. There's gotta be 
somewhere where you can take dogs like that where they can be un... You know who should have been euthanized? <laughs> the Aryan Brotherhood dudes. That's yes. who should have been euthanized. I agree. Or just shot. I don't know. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be a mercy kill. It can just be a kill. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, like, I don't understand when they put the dogs through the punishment. I don't Like, either. put them through therapy and rehabilitation. Like, take them away from the owners, obviously. Yeah. But do something. They're yeah. just dogs. I mean, if it's to punish the owner. Um, uh, the dog's getting more punishment out of that. Yeah, They're then you can just take life. the dog away and it will have the same. It'll have the same effect on the owner. Basically. Well, and uh, legal charges, you know. Like, don't punish the dog for it. So, in March 2001, a grand jury indicted Marjorie and Noel. Marjorie was indicted for second-degree murder and involuntary manslaughter, and uh, Noel was indicted for involuntary manslaughter as well, and both were facing felony charges of keeping a mischievous dog. (laughs) This dog was full of mischief. mischief. (laughs) Just mischievous. I love it when, like, courts keep old-ass terminology. I know. So They're when they like, say mischief, so they mean naughty. like murderous. That naughty dog killed a person. I can't Naughty, believe. naughty. Tisk tisk. Aw, those mischievous Aryan Brotherhood men. <laughs> Training <laughs> dogs to be racist. I don't know, like, I... <laughs> God. Oh, God. Mischievous. Okay, so... I can't even imagine being mauled by a dog. Uh, it'd be like being mauled by most animals. It would yeah, suck. Yeah, brutal and painful. Uh, yeah, it would not be good. Poor Dan. So trial by jury began in January 2002, right? Marjorie argued that she had tried to defend Diane during the attack, but witnesses testified that Marjorie and Noel had repeatedly refused to control the dogs. A professional dog walker testified that after she told Noel to muzzle the dogs, he had told her to shut up and called her names. What an nice. asshole. Yeah, so an acquaintance of Noel's testified that Noel didn't apologize after Hera, the female dog, um, bit him a year before Diane's death. They were both found guilty of involuntary manslaughter and owning, um, as you know, a mischievous animal <laughs> that caused the death of a human being. And Marjorie was also found guilty of second-degree murder. I wonder, like, I wasn't quite sure why she was charged har- more harshly. I mean, it sounds like... Because she was there. She's the one that had the was taking the dogs out. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, I guess she was the one who was present. So their convictions were based on the argument that they knew the dogs were aggressive toward other people, like Andrea and I were thinking. Um, and they didn't take sufficient precautions, obviously. So it's also unknown if they actually had trained the dogs to attack and fight. That's the thing. Like, they might have been training them further. Because obviously yeah. those guys weren't doing anything from prison. No. Like, after after they trained these dogs, like, the dogs went to Marjorie and Noel. Yeah. Yeah. So who so knows? So Marjorie and Noel may have been like, they might have been oh, you want to train too. them to be fighting dogs? Oh, let's... that sounds like money for us. Let's keep doing it. Yeah. Let's... Yeah, right. We'll help you. Yeah, like, that's true. They did adopt the two. I mean, maybe they all thought it was a good money scheme. Even though Marjorie was found guilty, trial judge James Ward uh, granted her a new trial on the second-degree murder conviction and sentenced her to only four years for the lesser involuntary manslaughter. They are mutually exclusive. So, like, you can't be convicted of both manslaughter and murder for killing the same person. That makes which sense. Which is, I don't know, I feel like... Like, I feel like they should stack them <laughs> when someone does something this bad. If it's murder, then you don't want to bother going for manslaughter. Like, well, manslaughter for the dog and murder for the woman. 
put the dog in Stack jail. Stack it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Manslaughter uh, for getting the dog killed through your negligence as an owner. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then murder. Oh, yeah. For the murder woman. for the woman. Okay. Yeah. So it's like two murder so it's charges. Like you killed the dog in that. Yeah. And you killed the woman, obviously. So, yeah. The state sought to reinstate the second degree murder conviction. And after their convictions, their law licenses were suspended. And Marjorie resigned from the bar. And Noel was disbarred. That makes sense. Yeah. By 2004, uh, both had served their manslaughter convictions. And Marjorie was out on bail while her second degree murder conviction was under appeal. In May 2009, uh, 2005, it was decided that implied malice murder did not require knowledge of a high probability of death, but rather just a conscious disregard of serious bodily injury. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. good. I know, right? <laughs> just, it was just a bit of disregard. It's okay. Um, eventually, Marjorie's second-degree murder conviction was reinstated. That's good. Yeah, think fuck. And on September uh, 22nd, 2008, she was sentenced to 15 years to life uh, in prison. She was appealed. Uh, well, she appealed, but it was denied, and she's serving her sentence at the Valley State Prison for Women in Couchilla. Couchilla. That's how it's Is pronounced. It or Maybe Couchilla? it's Chowchilla. Chowchilla. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know either. I'm trying to say it like I'm like I'd say tortilla, but I'm, I'm bad at saying both. Tortilla. Is the problem. Chowchilla. I, don't I really don't know. Chowchilla? Okay. Who knows? You know what? I mean, Californians might know that's... It's Chowchilla. <laughs> now, someone who's Californian and good at languages, uh, correct me later. So, Diane's partner, Sharon Smith, also succeeded in suing Marjorie and Noel for $1.5 million in civil damages. Good. She donated some of the money to St. Mary's College of California to fund the women's lacrosse team. Which, you know, makes sense yeah, in, in like your partner's in honor. Yeah. Yeah. So Noel died of heart failure on June 22nd, 2018 in La Jolla uh, Nursing Home. It was his 77th birthday. He lived in obscurity after his release from prison, working for like a bit as a baker in Fairfield, California, which is scary. Your <laughs> croissants could have come from him. Guys, think about that. By 2016, increasing health problems led him to living out of a van. For some time before relocating to the San Diego area, which is where my boyfriend lives. So yeah. I'm glad this guy's dead. <laughs> um, this case clarified the meaning of implied malice murder. So, like, basically, in this case, the possibility of death of another person was neglected by Marjorie Noller. Yeah. That obviously. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like, why wouldn't you have them? I don't know. It, it just seems weird to have that kind of aggressive dog living with you. But yeah. also in an apartment building where they're going to, like, come across other people in close quarters. Yeah, like, you don't think anything's going to go wrong and they're not going to catch on to your dog scheme? I know. Floof. I know there's cat floof on my nose. I've been trying to ignore it. I thought it was just, it looked like it's just, like, hovering in front of your face. Anyway. No, it was attached to my nose. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's a cat floof on my face from smooching <laughs> my kitties. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, yeah. like, I know, like, if you're going to be a bad person and hatch a... Uh, a dog fighting scheme an apartment probably a bad place for like it. you should have like someone's gonna catch a place you something's with a lot happen. of space land. yeah so land that you space. can keep your dog far away from other animals and people or they're gonna get caught obviously yeah and you're gonna get uh 15 years in prison and potentially they're gonna kill someone or they're gonna kill somebody's like child animal or animal and then child, you're animal, yeah. gonna be either in yeah but i mean or... people like this they don't give a shit about the deaths of others they're just banking on luck i mean because they don't even care about the deaths of their dogs probably 
Like, I guarantee it. I know. People are disgusting. But these are also people that, like, (laughs) adopted adopted an Aryan brotherhood guy. They adopted fucking neo Nazis. Two of them. Oh, yeah. No, the one guy, right? Yeah, no. Ah, yes. The guy with the the Nazi, the swastika on his arm. That's our boy. That's the one we want. Can we take him off? And presumably they adopted him, like he as an adult. As an adult. Yeah, I know. So yeah, no. From from my research, yeah, that's what that seemed like. Okay. I don't understand. Well, he probably wasn't part of the Aryan Brotherhood as a child, um, in prison. (laughs) So yes, they adopted him as an adult. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, they're bad people. I guess they're just. I mean, shitty people. I just would have thought lawyers would have more sense, but maybe not. Take better care of your dogs. Don't train them to fight. Please. It will get people killed and also dogs killed, and I don't like either of those things. It will make Ren sad, <laughs> so don't do it. So email us at twoscaredsiblings at gmail.com about um, feeding your tigers. Feeding and your tigers. <laughs> the time. All those tigers you've got. You trained a dog to be a f- dog fighter. Yeah, you should tell us about that. I promise <laughs> I won't pass it on to police. Tell us everything. Mm-hmm. Don't skip the details and your legal name. And your address. Yeah. Nothing bad will happen, I promise. No, we're just going to show up with a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a cake. So I guess I let the surprise go. Anyway. Sexy police officer jumps out. Yeah. (laughs) But turns out to be a real police officer. (laughs) We just talked him into (laughs) pretending to be a stripper. To be a sexy one. Yeah, we're just like, you know what? We don't like cops under the best of circumstances. You can make this easier for us. (laughs) Wear these booty shorts. And then he's like. Call yourself officer sexy. You're actually under arrest. He's like, I'm done with you both. Yeah. Yeah. But. (laughs) Cops. Also, Funny creatures. Ugh, terrifying creatures. They are. Aryan creatures under a lot of circumstances. Creatures. Um, so, uh, we also have a Twitter, at Too Scared Sibs, and a Patreon, which you should check out. It's pinned to the top of our Twitter, but it's also, you know, patreon.com slash Too Scared Siblings. Yes, so uh, you've you got lots money. of extra stuff for you yep bonus episodes are coming up we sent out um some merch a couple months ago but yeah. we're getting so we've back done into a whole bonus bunch episodes. of stuff but yeah we'll do yeah. more bonus episodes and we might add some stuff through uh, along the way so we'll see uh yeah we might add more merch but bonus episodes like you get bonus 10 minute episodes all the time and a special shout out and your name in the credits so you should really check it out the episodes are like five minutes no they're like five to ten okay five to ten I mean, it really I just don't want you talking it up so that they have all these expectations. And then... Okay, but it's a good Patreon deal is what I'm saying. (laughs) The tiers are like $1 and $5. Like, you are set either way. Yeah. And you get merch. We don't ask for We are practically paying you money at this point. All right, so. All right. We love you. And to prove it, we're going to give you a good night smooch. Sleep well.